shit, Mr. Mo. Okay, and I am recording. Check, check, one, two. Blue, blue, 42, I like Mountain Dew Pizza Hut. Blue, 42, Seema likes it in the butt. <laughs> you know, depends. <laughs> Is it on a dare? How much am I getting paid? You know, did I lose an argument? That's true. What did, did you I eat? eat? dinner? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Great minds. You know, you got to think about these things. Yeah, you know. Otherwise... It becomes quite a shitty situation, literally <laughs> yeah. and figuratively. Been there, you know, done you know, that. I have a lifetime <laughs> supply of sheets in my closet. Yes, that way you don't have to do any cleanup. You just throw them away yeah. and put new ones fresh on the morning. <laughs> bed, bed, bath, to be honest, like, hello, VIP. <laughs> yeah, bitch. <laughs> oh, Christopher, the usual? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, 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 there's a, the beyond section is just a room full of SIBO's white sheets with shit stains all over it. <laughs> <laughs> they always throw in a candle. <laughs> yeah, they just they just cut around them. They just cut around them and resew. That's what you that's what you guys get at the store. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> all right, we're gonna do this in uh, three, two, one. What are you doing? Testies in my mouth. Get on the ground, you fucking pledge. Ew. Welcome to the greatest podcast experience of your life. This is the Frat Chat Podcast. All young men like three things. Two. Two. Featuring Carlos Garcia and Chris... Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the greatest podcast in the history of podcasting time. It's the Frat Chat Podcast. How's it going, Mr. Boo? Yo, what up, what's up, dude? What up, what up, what up? I am super excited, my friend, because I know I haven't done this in a while, but it doesn't mean it hasn't been happening because the good people of India have now become officially 26% of our listenership. So I just want to give a good shout out to the amazing people of India, the people of Delhi, the people of Jammu, the people of Gangtok, the people of Allahabad, the people of Pimpri Chinchwad, the people of Ahmadnagar, the people of Lucknow, the people of Isakhapatnam. My God, you guys are awesome. Thank you so much for listening to us this week and every other week. And keep listening. I like to see that number keep growing. But I do love America, so keep listening. Maybe we can have a, a World War Three based on uh, who wants to love us more. Uh, I want to know. I'm not petty, but I do love that. In <laughs> India, is this a valid representation of American culture? Because if so, I'm sorry. Um, well, I don't know if it is because I'm a foreigner and you're gay. And uh, you also did terrible on the yeah. America test. Uh, so who knows? You know, I don't know. Plus, our groups don't tend to get a lot of love from politicians on the polls. You know what I mean? But Simo is very good on a poll and he can pull dance. Correct. So I just, wanna, I just want know. everyone in India to know that there's <laughs> another outlet called Fox News that is super accurate. So... <laughs> <laughs> if you really know what's really going on yeah. there in the world, check out Fox News, you guys. Fox yes. News Absolutely. Is the way to go. No lies. Ask anyone's been told white on that parents, they will tell you. <laughs> Speaking of parents, um, 
My mom called me today. <laughs> she said, she's like, hey, honey. So, um, did did you and Carlos talk about me on 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 this last episode? I was like, did you listen to it? She's like, no, not yet. I said, you know, what, mommy. Um, so every week. You know, Carlos always asks how you're doing. I always says she's great. I mean, I talk to you know to you every day. Yeah, I'm just being caring. That's pretty much the gist. You know, we just check in. She's like, huh. So I won't be upset if I listen to it. I says, no, mommy, not at all. No, not at all. No, not at all. I mean, I feel like we barely uh, broached the subject of Simo's mom last week. Uh, I feel like we really did not talk about her, uh, especially not throughout the entire episode. And. Uh, Especially not a particular uh, story about uh, pooping in a bag from McDonald's. That's ridiculous. We would never talk about stuff like that. I, I don't know who's coming up with these lies. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Anyways. So, <laughs> listeners, if mommy disowns me, you know, I'm open for adoption. You know, for $2 a day, this could all be yours. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, for $2 a day, you can keep his Botox. Yeah. Alive. Um, totally. And then, uh, uh, you know, if, if mommy doesn't like that episode, then she's definitely not going to like my stand-up. And I cannot wait till we perform again. When's that going to be? Oh, baby. We'll talk about a segue. They'll be back at Broadway Comedy Club on Friday, August 6th at 7 p.m. For the greatest comedy show of all time. And this time we're upstairs in the Red Room, which means there's less seating. And we're actually heading towards the sellout as we speak. So make sure you get those tickets at tiny.cc slash greatest comedy show or the Broadway Comedy Club website and use promo code FRATCHAT to sell yourself 15% and do it quickly because tickets are selling fast and they're actually, by the, by the time even this episode comes out, they might even be gone. So you might even be listening to this too late. So get on it because you not want to miss out. We have me in the house. We got Simo hosting this biatch. Ron Prendamano, we got Santi Espinosa, we got Lucy Pohl, we got Carmen Lagala headlining from The Tonight Show with Stephen Colbert. It's going to be fucking awesome. So, get yourselves tickets. It's going to be great. Yeah, and wear a cute outfit. Dress up for us. Thank you. Yes, please. <laughs> Especially front row people. Like, we want to, yeah. we, we want you guys to look good. If you're sitting towards the back, you know, you can, you can, you can wear a nice top and then wear shorts and bottom. We won't notice. But the front row people... Wear crisp, you know, look good. If someone's gonna be wearing a sleeveless t-shirt, it's gonna be me, okay? There can only be one in the room, so just saying. Yeah, and if this is gonna be recorded, I don't want anyone's like, like um, goofy fashion sense to dis distract uh, my beauty on stage. Thank you. That's true, that's true. Uh, I know that agents are always watching mm -hmm. and they're paying out attention to every little detail. I've got quite the outfit ready. Oh yeah? It's gonna be, uh, uh, any, any any teasers you want to throw our way? Um, let's just say you might see my nips again. Yeah, it sounds like the usual. Um, can we give a shout out to um Gay Aiken for getting married last week? Yeah, shout out our, to a good boy Gay Aiken, who's actually my grand big and Simo's pledge brother. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm sure our invitations to the wedding got lost in the mail, but congratulations <laughs> nonetheless. <laughs> The postal system has been slowed down drastically over the years, you know, with this election, those last elections. So, you know, maybe they just haven't fixed all the routes yet. You know, I know it takes time mm -hmm. for, for things to happen. So, you know, that's that's probably what happened. But I know that it was definitely intended that we were there. Just, 
to even officiate the wedding. You know, that's what I was told. Um, so. And I and I, I just wanted to say that I saw the OnlyFans video of the wedding night and it looked beautiful. Thank you so much. I'm so happy that you said that. Uh, the, the groom was really against me doing that. So I actually just snuck into the wedding suite when no one was looking. And then I slid my cell phone in there and just left it on record. Uh, and, you know, it turned out pretty great, too. Of course. I really captured uh, the whole vibe of the romance of the wedding. And I edited out all the crying after the sex, too. So it was excellent, uh, in my opinion. I think I did a great job. And I added in a couple of filters that made everything look very nice. So, Gay Aiken, you're very welcome. You- but you know who did not show up to the wedding? Who's that? Anthony Bourdain. Oh. Oh. Wonka, wonka, wonka. That's a callback. <laughs> I'm still... Oh. Hey, guys, I'm still sorry oh. about that. I didn't know. I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. No. But now you know. Yeah. Now you know. Now I know. <laughs> yeah, she... He will not be showing up to that wedding or any other wedding. So. <laughs> <laughs> or anything ever again because he's six feet <laughs> yeah. under. Made that... Uh, very drastically clear now these last two weeks here yeah. in the Fight Podcast. So uh, maybe we can move past this. <laughs> I, 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 I can hear the cancellation keys jingling. Spotify is like, we warned you guys. I, you know, I, I just took my ex-boyfriend's keys and key fob off my keychain because I, I've been carrying them around in case it was an emergency because I, I saw that a set of keys. But then I went on, on Instagram and I saw that he blocked me. So I was like, well, I guess that's... Like I guess I don't need these anymore. Yikes! I guess. Ooh, maybe it was after last week's episode when you were like, "Yeah, I'm single." No. And, uh, <gasps> banging dudes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh yes. Oh. <laughs> It'll happen. So no boo boo that I always loved you and Sebo's a dick, not me. So please don't block me. I oh. need all the followers that I can get. <laughs> I need the engagement. Boo boo, I miss you. All. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man so what what are we talking about today so today uh we have a very special episode well, i don't know if special is the right word for it but it's definitely something that people have wanted to hear when i hear special i think about the class i was in growing <laughs> <laughs> Oh, those failed reading tests, you guys. It's like, why don't we get to use scissors? No, 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 you can't use scissors. Why? <laughs> they, they spent weeks uh, teaching him how to rip paper in half and just never, never accomplished it, you guys. <laughs> so, living in a frat house definitely has its ups and it has its downs, but it definitely has a lot in between of disgusting gross shit that happens and I, I, we've been asked a lot you know what are some of the grossest things you guys have ever seen in frat houses and which is why we are here today at the frat chat podcast to reveal those stories and uh, actually we were inspired last week by looking at uh timmy he looked like he hadn't uh, showered in weeks as well and uh he definitely had a must to him that uh, definitely smelled like some of the smells that I smelled uh, in college in frat houses. So it kind of kind of got the wheels in motion, you guys. So thank you, Timmy. Uh, that's why I got your job back this week. So Timmy smells like shit. You put it all together, and the Frat Chat Podcast presents the grossest frat house story. Okay. 
So I can contribute. Let's shoot the shit. Yeah, let's shoot the shit. We're gonna talk about some of the grossest shits we have ever seen. And I guess that's figuratively and literally as well, because mm -hmm. we have seen some of that. So you know, we could we could spitball here. What are, what are what are some of our favorite disgusting stories? So. Do you, do you want to share one first? Do you want me to go? I'll share one, but I've already discussed it, but I feel like it's pertinent to repeat uh, on today's episode. And that would be at the Wine and Cheese Social, at actually the Zeta House. <laughs> it wasn't the fraternity house. It was, a Zeta, it was, it was, the, it was a sorority house when um, the bathroom was full, the line was long, I am lactose intolerant, and I took a live shit. In the utility sink in the basement of the Zeta house. Not only did I take a shit in the sink, but I then stomped it down the drain and then I washed my shoe off in said sink. And then the week later in the Patuxent, that was like the fancy dining hall where all the Greek life ate. Uh, people were talking about it and I heard some stupid skank say, Oh my god, again? <laughs> <laughs> so I feel better knowing that I'm not the only one who's ever taken a dump in the sink. They looked at over the Zeta house. They looked over at some girl and they were like, God damn it, Jessica. She's like, it wasn't me this time, I swear. I swear I didn't eat any corn. <laughs> but you know what though? I was I was it. a pledge. If you're gonna feed me cheese without any lactate, then you know what shit happens. Yeah. Shit happens literally all over the, the place. <laughs> I, I've never had a wine and cheese social, but that sounds like a recipe for disaster already. So maybe that's why we never had one because SEMO uh, shit in the utility sink. Uh, yeah, I don't think I would have wanted to. Not, I, I mean, I love cheese almost too much. And I don't like wine that much. So all I would have been doing is smoking a bunch of weed and then eating copious amounts of cheese which would have not done well for my social life. Like, I don't know how anybody got laid on wine and cheese social in college. It's just not for me. Yeah, so I think I'm kind of supportive of you pooping everywhere. I have another wine and cheese social story for later, but, but it's right. your turn. Okay, so, uh, you know, this one actually is a good one to start with because this is the other end of the coin. Uh, this is a story about a sorority girl that... We can reference to a bit as Tub Girl. And not the Tub Girl that is online on the internet, but very close. So, a few years ago, during the peak of the fraternity house known as the Nickel House, called after the street name that it was on, there was a low-key slash like unofficial social between a few of our guys and the girls from the AZD sorority. Oh, and, God. Uh, we had a great AZD rush. stands for All Zippers Down. <laughs> Hey, I'm not gonna lie. I had a great track record at socials with that sorority, uh, so maybe it does. Maybe it does. We were all very excited uh, when the time came, but they were all wonderful ladies, and uh, I miss you guys. Anyways, uh, we had a great relationship with those girls, and always had fun. And you know, people dated, hooked up, uh, etc. Between the two groups, often. So this seemed to be one of those nights where everything went great. You know, everything was perfect. We'll do it again sometimes. That is, until the owners of the house noticed a little something was left behind in one of the upstairs bathrooms. <gasps> a single solitary turd. No. Yeah. 
The turd was eventually cleaned and not DNA tested, as I would have done and suggested Wait, several times. Wait, where was this lone turd? The turd was in the bathtub <gasps> of, a, of a bathroom. Not even in the toilet. It was in the bathtub. Oh, yeah, was it mine? It was, uh, I mean, again, they wouldn't DNA test it. I even, I even kept the turd in my freezer for several <laughs> weeks. Like, Come on, guys, just to make sure. Oh, my so, God. here's what I think happened. Here's my theory. It's a well-known fact by now that girls like to pee together in social settings. So, I bet you a duo of girls went into the bathroom together. One peeing on the toilet, and the other simultaneously attempted to pee in the tub. However, while peeing, they tried to let a fart out. And next thing she knew, she was hearing the soft slithering sound of a turd smacking on the tub floor below. How would you describe this sound? Huh? Can you imitate it? It's like... <laughs> you know? <laughs> Anal leakage. <laughs> now, now here's the thing. I don't think the girl in the toilet heard because the music downstairs was blasting. She was drunk, and I'm sure they're babbling on whatever it is. Two drunk chicks in the bathroom babbling on about. So I think the pooper panicked and kept it to herself, getting out of the bathroom as fast as possible and leaving the evidence behind for the brothers to find. And the fact that it was a solo turd versus a complete dump makes the case for my theory stronger. Because the fact is that to accomplish her pee, she would have most likely been doing some sort of hover or squat over the tub, which would have made it all more likely that a single turd might accidentally slip out during a fart. And your honor, I present to you the evidence in the form of this chart here that shows that 73% of SIBO's accidental poops were caused via accidental sharding. So let that be entered into evidence for my single turd theory. So question, when girls go to the bathroom together, do you think that some of them all sit on like the edge of the tub next to each other and just pee in the tub i i really do i think they just pee wherever it is possible because why not no exactly and note that it doesn't necessarily take them exponentially longer to come out like six girls will go in a bathroom and then like three minutes they'll be out so i mean unless one of them is only going and the rest are just there to cheer them on which i don't think so they've went they've went somewhere and, uh, you know, the logical bet would be the tub or the sink. And I have seen a girl go in the sink, but I think the tub is a lot easier. You know, it's you know, just so very interesting to me. This is such an anomaly, and this is blowing my mind because it's challenging a theory that I have. And the theory that I have is that if you were to poop in the shower, there's two types of people. One, which is me, is the type that would stomp the turd down the drain. And the other type is someone who would pick up said turd and flush in the toilet. But this, right. this skank just left it. Oh no, that's some kind but of here's nasty. Thing. You probably would have been alone in the bathroom, you know what I mean? Where you could pick up the turd and then no one finds out. She was there with a friend, which means if she picks up this turd, everybody's gonna find out. And she's forever gonna be known as the chick that picked up poop. <laughs> or she stomps on it with like whatever, like shoot, like girls wear usually flip flops or some other shit's party, some heels or something that it wouldn't have been very conductive to stomp and well, poop. So there would have been poop all over her. So her reputation would have been ruined. Meanwhile, she was able to get in and out 
and keep the secret where to this day I don't know who it was and I'm sure someone out there knows especially who was in there uh, you know if you were in there in the bathroom of the nickel house around 2009 or 2010 with someone who let out a fart that smelled just way stinkier than a fart should smell contact us at frat chat podcast on all social channels because we want to know I want to know who did this, damn it. Well, you know what? If she didn't pick it up in front of her sorority sister, then that says a lot about their sisterhood and how much she trusted (laughs) keeping secrets. I love, I I, I, I can just imagine you in the house being like, all right, guys, I'm going to suit up and red bag it. We have a a code code blue. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure this was before or right after we had pledges. So the brothers of that house definitely had to clean it up themselves. Which is just awful. That would have been definitely a call for pledges. I might have even just like quarantined that bathroom until the following semester once we had pledges again. Just because I would not have wanted to touch that shit. Literally. Like, I would not <laughs> touch that shit. <laughs> He's not, you're not going to touch it, but you'll keep it in your freezer for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for investigative purposes, Simo. Oh, God. It's totally different. It's totally different. I'm trying to get to the bottom of this by using science and technology. And at the time, DNA testing wasn't as strong as it is today. So, <laughs> I'd like to present to you the turn. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? One time, one time when I used to work at this place called Sunglass Hut in Towson Town Center, my manager was so mean and we were really upset with her. And so I invited a bunch of fraternity brothers and friends from the floor to poop in our in our stock bathroom. So there was like poop overflowing out of it. And then that night, I turned the heat on in the middle of summer. So when she opened up, she, she left me a message. I wish I still had it, but she was like, <laughs> did you or anyone else take a horrendous dump? in the toilet and leave it and then i called her back and i was like oh my god starbucks in the hall was saying the same thing it's like shit was coming back up it was crazy so she had to call a plumber it was so gross but okay so by the way did you get fired from every job at the mall like did you work at every store (laughs) at towson tall mall center and then just get fired like what the fuck this is like the sixth place you told me that you worked at at this place what the hell um i was i've been fired from one job in my entire life and that was california pizza kitchen the rest uh they were willing to wipe the file after they saw what (laughs) simo was capable of okay so my next story is actually similar to yours almost so this is this is great i can't wait okay so we had a social at um okay um i don't want to say his name but cabbage patch he uh-huh. and i, I think i think the other pledge name was uh, uh, i think it was dorothy uh-huh. they lived together in this townhouse off of york road i feel like and um uh we had a social there uh with azd and it was another wine and cheese social we had so many of those and i learned my lesson from the last time but there was some skank there who ate a lot, drank way too much. Some guys were like bonging wine. She bonged a lot of wine. And she was a fugly bitch. She's so gross and disgusting. And she was one of the ones who accused uh, everyone of slipping her something. But she really was just a train wreck. And, and no one was remotely interested. And I think she was embarrassed about, you know, um, her actions that night. But what had happened was she drank too much, blacked out, and as she was barfing, she shit her pants. 
And hey, wine and cheese. The wine was coming out. The cheese was soon to follow. And so you have to know that. I was actually helping her for two reasons. One, I was a pledge, and I was told to help her. And two, a couple weeks you had no choice. Yeah, a couple yeah. weeks prior, I had a similar moment where I had to poop at the Zeta house, so I sympathized. So I I turned to one of my pledge brothers and I said, "Okay, right, guys, like we got to get her into this cap. Like, what are we gonna do?" And I was like, "I don't like they don't want her to stay here, so we we have to get her get her home." So sorority girls were like, "Help us get her outside," and I did not want to pick her up, so I did not want her throwing up, on you know down my back. I didn't want to touch any poopy, you know. So. <laughs> Just hog tire and drag her. So I literally, <laughs> I I asked the pledge, but I, I said, I said, guys, hand me a trash bag. I was put over her head, and they're like, Simo, that will kill her. <laughs> no. And I was like, oh, yeah, you suffocated. Like, what do we do? So I put, I, I grabbed one of Cabbage Patch's pillowcases, put over her head, and I was like, that's not long enough. Like she's covered in. Like I, when I was going to pick her up, I didn't realize she had shat herself. It was like bleeding through her pants. It's like, oh my god. Uh, so then I grabbed a sheet uh, off of his bed, and I literally wrapped her up like a burrito and carried her over my shoulder. And then I had to clean the bathroom the next morning. There was like shit and puke everywhere. It's disgusting. Uh, uh, and then she she claimed, and it was a big ordeal. That we slipped or something, and that that it was it was a, a date rape accusation. I was like, who who was trying to get with that? She pooped everywhere. Oh God, no one to touch her. <laughs> we were trying to get her out of the house. <laughs> she she had multiple. That poop was a hero. Multiple times throughout college oh because I think that she had a drinking problem. Oh my God, that is awful. That well, is now whenever awful. I hear. AZD, I'm gonna think poopy. <laughs> it's no longer all zippers down, you guys. Yeah, we moved on to another one. <laughs> I love it. Gross. Okay, so this next one, we're gonna shift away from poop a little bit and uh, move our way over to pee. Oh, nice. <laughs> poop's poop's friendly mature. cousin. Warm and inviting. Okay. His neighborhood friendly neighbor. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So before I joined the fraternity, uh, this was my freshman year. I think it was like spring semester. And I went to a party with some people from my freshman year dorm, which was being thrown by a fraternity at a neighboring college in the area. And we were all super excited to go. And we brought a bunch of girls with us. What college was it? Was it was it Goucher? Uh, was it no, Maryland? Hopkins. Hopkins? Oh my gosh, that's in a scary area. Yeah, it kind of is. But yeah. they had cool frat houses, so we're like, we thought, you know, we bring a bunch of girls with us. Uh, these guys will be cool, and uh, you know, they'll be good to us when we can. Uh, especially since it was an open party. Know that this was like a rush party. So you know, bring chicks, rush party, they'll like you. Wrong. These guys were such dicks. Like for one thing, they kept trying to isolate the girls away from us, which I thought was kind of creepy. And they acted like being allowed into their party was like a gift to humanity. Even though it was like a pretty average party uh -huh. with warm natty lights. Like it was literally like 112 degrees in there. Gross. Any kegs that were there were definitely tapped. And you know, it was it was not a good party like at all. It was it was an average party at best. But the the final straw came in when one of the brothers tried to fight one of the guys I was with 
for literally for no reason other than he was standing in line in the bathroom and I guess it annoyed the frat guy because he also needed to pee. So he made this huge deal about how he's a brother, this is his bathroom, and she had to pee first. So we're like, fine, let him pee. And he honestly had a point, this is his house, so we're gonna be cool about it. But then the guy also told a bunch of other people to go ahead of us too. Which was like, oh no, you fucking didn't. Like literally, like maybe like eight to 10 people. So, oh, don't worry, you guys can all go ahead of these guys. It's like, what the fuck? So at that point, we decided enough was enough. It basically put us at the back of the line of the bathroom. So when it was our turn to use the bathroom, my friend noticed that they had a halfway empty bottle of blue mouthwash. <laughs> and as soon as he picked it up, I knew what was about to go down. He like gave me a look and I just knew. So I was like, I'll watch the door. And this dude then proceeded to just let it rip. And he filled up the bottle like like maybe like two thirds of the way full, you know like what I mean? Dumb and you don't dumber. Fill way. <laughs> you, don't, you don't want to fill out of the way, or else I know it's been tampered with. So here's the thing, though: when he peed in it, I guess the yellow pee mixed with the blue mouthwash, and it turned it green. So it looked exactly like like a regular green mouthwash, and the flavor was something like winter green or something like that, where like no one in the right mind would know the difference. So. We weren't obviously there to see someone physically drink the pee because after that, we stole their composite off the wall and got the fuck out of there. But I can certainly guarantee you that someone fell for it because one, it was too well done for anyone to notice it and way too many people lived in that house for anyone to ever notice it. Now, I'm sure a lot of them had girlfriends. People steal each other's mouthwash all the time We don't tell each other. I promise you, someone used his mouthwash. <laughs> so the moral of the story is don't make it rain if you don't have an umbrella, my friends. Uh, literally. So, that, yeah, that was a fun one. That was definitely I love that. <laughs> I love yeah. that. That's fantastic. Revenge is sweet unless it tastes like pee, you guys. Then it's not You know, sweet. <laughs> when I lived with Bitch Tits and Gay Aiken, um, Bitch Tits would get so blacked out drunk that I would take Oreos and scoop out the filling and put toothpaste in them. And I'd be like, you want a cookie? <laughs> and then Gake and I would just giggle because he would eat all these cookies that were just toothpaste and had no idea. Oh, my God. That's probably so bad for his stomach lining. Totally. Oreos and toothpaste. He ate an entire box of Oreos. Uh-huh. <laughs> he ate 126. Uh-huh. <laughs> I have, a, I have a, um, a similar story that involves a bathroom. Um, one, of our, one of the fraternity brothers hit bitch tits over the head with the liquor bottle. And we were very upset about it. And I forget what this guy's pledge name was, but it doesn't matter. He was an asshole. And so uh, we had to clean uh, their house one day. And I asked him, I said, uh, he said, don't come out of this bathroom until it's spotless. I said, okay, sounds good. And so I shut the door and I locked it. And I grabbed his toothbrush and I scrubbed all that nasty like piss and shit oh, up no. around the edge of the toilet inside oh, the toilet no, dude, uh, i cleaned everything with his toothbrush i i was um quite proud of myself i also uh didn't just stop there when i was taking out dishes from the dishwasher 
and putting them away. I was rubbing my balls on them. I was hawking, <laughs> I was hawking loogies and stuff. I at one point, uh... one point I swept up the floor and then opened up a box of cereal and dumped all that gross shit into a box of cereal. I really went at it oh! because I was so mad oh at them God. hitting my fraternity brother, who's also my roommate at the time. I was like, why would you do that to him? So um, I I, I feel like I got even. That's so fucked up, dude. That's honestly, yeah, honestly, I think, I think you're definitely a good friend for doing that, and yeah, you definitely got even, uh, and then some. <laughs> I was, but what a prick! He definitely deserved ugh, that. I was so mad. So that was um, definitely something gross that I had done myself, but it was in retaliation, and I do not feel bad about it. Yeah, and why did he hit him with a bottle? Because he was wasted in in the woods, and uh, when I pledged, no, there's no like, like risk management, so. Everyone's like, oh, he can't help it. You know, he just, he got, he got too carried away. No, 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 no. Make him leave and bring him up on charges. Or let the pledge fight him. Yeah, like, totally. So what was that? Like, you want to be a tough guy because you're surrounded by all these people. And it's like, okay, well, let, let bitch take, take a swing at you. Because I'm not going to lie, bitch tits was, you know, he's a pretty tough guy. Yeah. So, I think he, even, even after getting hit in the head with a bottle, he could have probably. He and I got in a bar out. fight in Chicago because someone called me a faggot. And then. He hit the guy across the face, and then his friend tried to charge bitch tits, and then I grabbed the guy's friend, headbutt him, and threw him against a wall. And I was like, kill him! Kill him, Dan! Kill him! <laughs> I was like, wow, it's like you the sound like days. a southern wife. <laughs> <laughs> this is why Simo no longer goes to NASCAR anymore. This is what happens I know. in the parking lot. Such white, kill him! Such kill him! Come on, Dale! Kill him! You know what? True story. I've been kicked out of every homecoming game in my college career for misbehaving. Being too drunk, I'm too sure. belligerent, screaming at, you know, the opposite team. It was just, I was just an asshole. Well, that's why no one wanted to go in the fucking games. Come on. Come on. They just had to be late. You know, I've been smoking these CBD cigarettes. Oh, how are those? It's just CBD and it's better than Xanax. I don't get high from it. It just relaxes me after a long day of work. Cool. And, it, it, and it's actually, actually it was my first pack of cigarettes I ever bought. I was with my roommate and I was like, I feel like such a badass. Oh my God, look how cool I am with this. And, but, and then I was I was smacking the pack against my palm. I was like, I was going to say, were you packing it? Yeah, was I packing it? <laughs> Oh yeah, I'll, I'll teach you all the tricks. Yeah, boy. I rather just smoke weed. Like I, you know, like I rather just get high. Yeah, but, but that makes me know, so hungry. I don't want to get ripped. Well, you gotta smoke the shit that doesn't make you starving. I don't know. I'm not always starving. Certain weeds strands definitely make you feel hungrier than others. So. Yeah, but I had to. Maybe you have to watch my weight because hungry. because the producer of the greatest comedy show of all time always has me um, shirtless on stage. That's true. That's yeah. true. It's really. Uh, like unusually strict on your contract. Yeah. I, I, you're like I don't even have it. No one else has a contract. Just you. Yep, just me. It, the mm -hmm. only thing in it that says that you have to be shirtless, and if you wear a shirt, it must be mesh. Correct. So totally see through. Correct. Correct. Yeah. You know, that guy really. Uh, that guy really knows how to sell tickets, you guys. So that's all I'm gonna say about him. And uh, he's totally not creepy in any way from demanding that. You know, he's just trying to show off uh, the host yeah. of the show. But anyways, anyway, on to the next story. Uh, this is my turn now, right? Correct. Okay, so this one 
is about the bathroom at the Walker House. Which the Walker House was on uh, like Walker Ave, Walker Street. It's always they're they're always named after where the fuck they are. And so for my apartment, my apartment's called the Cat House for uh, very sexy reasons. Just Google the Cat House and you'll find out why. Uh, but anyways, so around the tail end of my college career, that house was kind of acting as the main fraternity house for the chapter, and uh, you know, basically it was especially to college kids, but just in general, this place was a fucking palace when they moved in. It was huge. It was like a three-story, maybe four-story, five- to six-bedroom property with, like, five different bathrooms. And everything looked brand-fucking-new when they moved in. And as it tends to happen with college kids when they move in anywhere, uh, like, three weeks later, it was like a total dump. And then this is a few months in, and I was there on a hungover Sunday. Yeah, probably smoking weed or something. I don't know what the hell I was doing there. But anyways, one thing with places that are total dumps there's usually a limit to them you know for example my place as i said was known as the cat house due to extreme debauchery that took place there however my rule there was that the bathrooms would be clean the toilet needed to be clean enough for any of us to be able to poop at any given time that's fair yeah you know it's like i want to be able to sit on my goddamn toilet and not be like what the fuck is happening here so and we had two bathrooms so we made sure to keep the toilet spotless Regardless of what, what we destroyed in the apartment. So I had hoped that my friends would do the same. Alas, I was wrong. I remember it was a, I was a hungover Sunday, and I went to the bathroom to take a simple pee. The bathroom I chose was one that was mostly used by the people that lived there, so I didn't expect it to be what it was. And to say that this bathroom was gross would have been an understatement. Oh, God. So oh. I should probably not have done what I did next. Which, you know, when I pee at people's places, I lift the toilet seat up. Now, you don't want to leave any splash where people sit. It's their homes. Not even your own toilet. So it's just not cool. I don't, I don't like to trust my aim when it comes to other people's toilets. Uh, and it usually goes well. There's no notable instances that I can recall it going awry except for this one. Because when I lifted up the toilet seat, what I found was this crusty, poopy, pukey, dried mess that had definitely been caked and sitting there for days, maybe months, on the bottom of the toilet seat. And fuck, man, I almost died. Especially because I used my finger to lift the toilet seat because the top end looked clean. So I was millimeters away from that crusty mess. I should have lent you Garrett's toothbrush. (laughs) But good lord, man. This thing was the most disgusting thing I have probably ever seen in my life. Honestly, for years, I, like, try to forget the incident. I'm only reliving it now for the purpose of this episode. But I'm definitely going back to therapy after. Because it was the gross like like oh my god i'm like dry heaving now as i describe this or as i think about this story again it was it was disgusting dude oh oh i did to this guy for a little bit in in new york um he came to one of our shows one time but he um I'm not, i'll tell you his name later but i i have a non-negotiable and that is single ply toilet paper if you have single ply toilet paper i don't yeah. think you love yourself and i also think you stole that from a utility closet at your job so you are yeah it's so rough uh, you have why would you use that low man? self-esteem and you're a thief i don't have room for that in my love life so 
<laughs> uh, this guy, he had single ply toilet paper, which I was like, oh my gosh, I should just go home. But the other part of me was like, it's been a while. I, I want to get it in. So I stayed, oh, but yeah. uh, his bathroom oh. was really, really disgusting. And one thing that I always thought was weird was that he always had pizza boxes in his bathroom trash can. And I was like, does he just Ew. sit on the toilet and eat pizza in the morning? I think he did. I think he would just like grab cold pizza from his fridge and, like, and use the pizza box as a plate and then just like leave it on the floor of like the bathroom. I mean, I've never seen, I just assume that gay people have an elevated sense of hygiene and I was um, proven wrong that day. We dated for three months. <laughs> so. Oh my God, wait, three months after that? Yeah, so maybe I have low self-esteem, I don't know. I remember, yeah, so, uh, man, I remember, yeah. um, it's on you. <laughs> I remember he, he dumped me right before I was going on stage. I was like, are you coming to the show? He dumped you? Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, he said about that, we need to talk. And I was like, well, can we walk and talk? Cause I'm late for the show. And he was like, I don't have feelings for you. And I was like, okay, so this Ooh. isn't, you know, good timing. And I kind of knew this was going to happen because I wasn't really feeling it either. But, you know, I had to play the victim to make him feel bad. So then, um, uh, anyway, he he's the one that was like, you're high strung. And I was like, I'm high, I'm high strung? It's like, I'm a fucking pleasure. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to lie. The last, even the last girl I dated uh, before Julie uh, she dumped me right after a show, like the, the the morning after, and I was grateful for that. And she still gave me a BJ before the show for good luck. <sighs> so oh, at yes. this point, oh. she probably had it in her mind: I'm gonna break up with this guy. But she still gave me the BJ, which means she's not a terrible person, you know. So, and I'm actually glad that uh, we didn't stay together. Anyways, it totally worked out for the best. And you know, well, I'm did good. you talk about her so, on stage, or did you bomb? What was the reason? I honestly don't even know. I, but I actually, I think she, we were going to move in together. And I think she got cold feet. Did she see Shane perform? And she was like, that's my knight in shining armor. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that is it. And then she left me. And uh, that's why I haven't seen either of them since. He uh, sang a song <laughs> called Barbecue Sauce. And she was like, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she always tried to use it in bed. And I kept saying no. Uh, and then she heard that song, and that was it. And that was, it was it. Really, you know, I've never seen someone more aroused Boom. in their life. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bad. Okay, so I'm sorry about your dirty bathroom experience. That's really disgusting. Um, I hope that you're able to put that <laughs> past you. Uh, but let that inform your future decisions and your own personal hygiene. You know what I mean? That's the positive. Oh, That's yeah, the silver sure. lining. You know. I'm never touching anyone's toilet seat with my finger ever again either. I don't oh. care who it is. You, even if the white, the top looks sparkling clean, you don't know what's at the bottom. And note to, sell, note to you guys, clean the bottom of your fucking toilet seats, you guys. That's disgusting. Um, today at the at the gym, I blew up the bathroom like a fucking champ. And uh, I I had my earphones well, in. For you, that's not right. I was listening, I was listening to our podcast, actually, and like, Full volume. I kept turning it up because I, I I was trying to drain out the sounds that were coming out of my like black hole, you know. It was noise canceling earphones. Yeah, too, you guys. know. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then when I came out of the stall, I saw I like my gym crush was at the mirror and he looked at me through the mirror like our eyes made contact and I just went back in the stall. <laughs> I just went back. I was like, I can't. I just turned oh, back around and went back to the song. I was like, 
I don't want him to match the face with the fart, but he just did, and I'm mortified, so I, I can't see him. Oh, right now. is that what your audio sounds like? That you're still in the stall right yeah. now? Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm still here. I'm he so scared. <laughs> he lives there now, you guys. So. I'm all alone. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god, that's embarrassing. Honestly, that's that is the downside of being gay that I never even realized. You, when you go to the bathroom, your crush might be in there. I know. Like, I at least have some separation there. And sure, I, I had to talk to Julie about it several times. Uh, but after a few months, uh, eventually she let me poop in peace, you guys. So, would you rather <laughs> your crush hear you? blow the shit out of a toilet or would you rather hear your crush blow the shit out of the toilet and then have to make eye contact like what's worse uh, uh, well here's one that will top that i had a hot girl roommate for a while here in hoboken and uh when she first moved in she quickly broke any uh semblance of allurement that i would have had towards her because i guess she was taking a call while pooping but uh, she forgot to flush and I walked in there, and there was this monster dump in the toilet. Oh, really? Like, and she was like a very like size, girl like too. a ball python. Like, basically, if the python uh, was giving birth, it had baby pythons <laughs> wrapped around it as well. It was awful, dude. The worst thing I have ever seen in my life. So after that, uh, and and obviously, here's the thing: I never even told her that I found her turds. I should have been like, "What the fuck." I I flushed it and then just try to you know block it out of my life. But I'm not gonna lie. Whenever I see her, I still think about those terms. And if you're listening, um, I want I just want to commend you on your fiber intake. Congratulations on being healthy, you nasty bitch. I now know why she's in such good shape. I absolutely know why she's in the best shape of her life. I definitely found the proof of that floating in the toilet. So so I I don't know. I I I think. To be honest, I would rather be the one to blow up the bathroom because I feel like I could put a funny spin to it. A girl would be mortified. Like a girl would not. I probably a girl would probably not talk to me again because she's mortified at what I would say. So meanwhile, if it's my poop, I can try to own it and be funny about it. But then again, this next story coming up uh, proves that my actions might do the complete opposite. So, speaking of toilets at Walker House, this story happened with me at one of their toilets and I briefly touched on it back in season one but now I can give the details and a newly single Carlos found himself once again at the Walker house for a party nice at this party I met a young lady that came right up to me and basically started spitting game and then within a few minutes we're making out and we're looking for a room uh, within this enormous house you know to continue the deed at private if you know what I I don't know what you mean. Uh, I basically was just going to go and cry for a few minutes oh, and uh, gotcha, gotcha. explain to her that it happens to most guys. That it happens to most guys all the time, not just me. Okay. But anyways. That makes uh, sense. <laughs> so given how large this damn house was, you think that there would have been an open bedroom somewhere where I could do my thing. But no. Everything was being used and there was no privacy anywhere. And we find a bathroom. This, the same bathroom actually where uh, the, the, my last story happened, and I was like, eh, don't really feel good about being in this bathroom for this. And then within seconds, someone banged on the door anyways, and so we left that bathroom. And normally, we would also party in this house in the basement, but for some reason that night it was empty. 
and I don't know why until later. So I remembered that there was a large bathroom down there that was definitely going to be empty, and that I could probably bring this girl to. Do the oh my deal, gosh! As I said. You're the most romantic and person I've ever talked to. Yeah, I, I, I go. For, I like to keep my things as romantic as possible. What okay? a story to tell your grandchildren! <laughs> <laughs> now at this point, this girl had pretty much just told me that a BJ was coming if I could find a spot for it. So I rushed to the bathroom downstairs. However, as I'm making my way down there. My stomach begins to rumble in a way that I haven't heard in years. And shortly after, a pain followed that felt like I was birthing twins out of my asshole at the same time. So I needed that bathroom for myself. The BJ would just have to wait. So I told the girl that I was going to inspect the bathroom to make sure it wasn't gross. (laughs) Then I went in there and then quickly like hovered over the toilet and within seconds, like, my soul came out of my body via my ass, you know? And it's like, I took the quickest, biggest, grossest dump of my life. And with the deed done, it was time to flush the toilet. And, uh, you know, let it air out for a second. And then bring the girl in, and hopefully we could do some fun in there. However, when I went to flush, nothing happened. No. The toilet was dead. <laughs> so, in a panic... I did what uh, most people would probably have done, and I washed my hands literally and figuratively of the incident, uh, coming out and telling the girl that some other asshole had pooped in that toilet, and we had to leave immediately <laughs> and find another spot because it smelled awful. And as I went upstairs, I heard another set of girls venture into that bathroom, <laughs> and then literally we heard, ah! <laughs> as the found the jolly gift that left them behind. And I do believe... That toilet was later cleaned out by the pledges, so <laughs> I'm so sorry, you guys. <laughs> but they're probably like, "Is that fucking AZD again?" God damn it! Yeah, the fucking she's poop back. culprit. She's back. <laughs> so that was probably one of the grossest things that I myself left behind. And to be fair, I had no choice, you know. And I was definitely trying to find somewhere to get the deed done. The deed never did get done because literally. Uh, that was that was like the last one available, and uh, after that, that'll be kind of be the instant bone killer. But I tried, you guys. I, it was it was for a good cause. <laughs> so pledges. I'm so sorry. Uh, hopefully, you know. Uh, hopefully, you, there wasn't too much corn in there. It's definitely disgusting. Whenever I eat corn, I gross. look at it and I say, <laughs> "I'll see you later." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so so my next story does not involve a bathroom, but I wish it did. So I lived with Bitch Tits, who we spoke about earlier in the show, and uh, he had a pee-pee problem. He would pee the bed frequently. And his girlfriend was a Zeta, and she would say, Ugh, um, Bitch Tits, your room smells like piss so bad. Like, you need to air it out. So in an effort to air out his room, he took his mattress off his like box spring and um stacked it up against the wall in the hallway to let his room air out he left his like windows open but then it made the whole apartment stink so then i stacked it up uh, against the railing on the balcony and so then he comes (laughs) home and he's like simo where's my mattress i said it stunk and so I put it on the balcony, and he, I said, go get it. And he said, it's not there. And I said, what? Oh, God. He said, it's not there. 
this shit blew off the balcony. <laughs> and we couldn't find Six it. Six people died. <laughs> we couldn't find it. I was like, how did we lose a mattress? We found that shit a week later at the bottom of the hill. And it was like a snowstorm. So I think some kids were sled riding with it. Oh, and I'm like, I don't know who no. I feel worse for. My roommate or the poor kids that sat on pee-pee, you know? Oh, God. They're playing. This is the best day ever. I was like, I'm so Why does this mattress sorry. smell like this? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> but I just remember being like, oh, man, like, gosh. we're disgusting. Like, us, like, college kids in general, but specifically fraternity guys are just gross. Because we just drink so much and it just brings out the worst in us. Gross. Yeah. Luckily, I can I can honestly say that I think I peed myself uh, maybe like twice in my adult life. And they weren't even drunk. It was just incidents of not being able to hold it long enough and awful things happening like traffic or shit like that i poop myself a lot if you wrote a book you'd probably have like at least 13 chapters yeah. by now the poo poo diaries <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> every page is number two and then, and then, I'll, then I'll have an international <laughs> one and it'll be called the caca chronicles <laughs> the cock, simo's caca chronicles oh wait can i tell you oh, that God. one time <laughs> at my job chapter two again <laughs> One time at my job, I'm always trying to speak Spanish, and I was, I was like, hola, I was like, yo tengo un regalo, I was like, esta caca es para ti, but I meant to say caja, means box, oh. I was like, caca, <laughs> <laughs> everyone was like, the fuck's wrong with you? Whoa, whoa. <laughs> and then also, the same person, another time, I had said, um, I said, Si necesitas ayuda, mamame. But it meant to say <laughs> yamame. So mamame, I think, means yeah. suck me. But yamame me. means yeah. call me. Very call me. easy mistake yeah. to make. Yeah, I don't know about that. But uh, it happens yeah. uh, to you. Yeah, it happens to you. But it happens. <laughs> yeah, thank, thank, thank God oh, uh, HR was fired because, woo. I'd be in trouble. Yeah, right. Thank God HR was a racist. <laughs> or else you'd be the thing that they talked about at the company picnic. I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm down to my final story. Okay. This one is called Bukaki at the Railroad House. Mm. And <laughs> this particular Mama's. story happened at a house that I actually ended up living in myself a few months after the fact called the Railroad House. And to the guy it happened to... He was our pylorities, which basically means he is in charge of risk management. And his pledge name was Bukaki. And note that this was the same guy that lived in the house where my previous tub pooping story occurred. So he's already been marked for death. <laughs> one pooping story. Mark. And now here we are again with Hen. Yeah. <laughs> so during one of our wilder parties that year, uh, you know, there was like a packed party, tons of people there, and Bukaki got word that a girl was thrown up in one of the bathrooms. Being the responsible risk management leader that he was, he wanted to make sure that she was okay and, you know, take care of the drunken sorority girl. And then what proceeded to occur to him is not just one of the worst things I ever heard of, but it was also, honestly, a feat of nature. So, as he walks in, he sees that this girl is essentially on all fours throwing up into the toilet. And Bukaki, again, being the responsible pylorities that he was, uh, was standing behind the girl, holding her hair or whatever, making sure she doesn't die. And while the girl was throwing up, similar to your cheese girl, 
she proceeded to also begin diarrhea <laughs> at the same time. Was she an now, AZD? here's the thing. <laughs> I actually think she might have been an AZD. I'm almost Man, 90% sure that she was. <laughs> yeah, they have to fire the their chef. <laughs> they pregame with an entire bowl of beans before they go out. <laughs> so here's the thing. Uh, the girl is diarrhea. She's throwing up. But she is wearing a sundress. And underneath... The sundress, a thong. And folks, apparently, when you're wearing a dress with a thong under it and begin diarrhea profusely, the thong over your anus essentially acts like when you put your finger over the sink head and turn the water on. Or like a water fountain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like oh, no. Put your finger over a hose and turn the water oh, on and no. see what happens. The poor guy was sprayed everywhere. And not only that, but it happened in front of a ton of people, so everybody knew about it. Oh my god, I would murder her. If it wasn't her. shitty enough. Everyone would know that I'm a killer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if it wasn't shitty enough, the next meeting, we all roasted him profusely about it. With all the poopy puns that we could figure out. And, you know, sorry, that just adds that. insult to injury. Yeah, no, that was that was a great meeting. <laughs> uh, honestly, one of the best meetings <laughs> of my <Great> life. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not for him, but it was a great meeting for the rest of us. And uh, honestly, that would probably be the most disgusting incident to ever happen in my lifetime in a fraternity house. But good Lord, that sucks. Ew. Ew. Well, Ew. Uh, my final story is a short one. And simply, I fingered a girl who was still on her, like, the last few days of her period. And when I looked at my finger, uh, it was brown. And I convinced myself that I put my finger in her butthole by accident. And I threw up all over her and all over everything. And then girls were like, no, like, towards the end of, like, your period, like, it looks a little bit more, like, brown. looks a little muddy. But I just convinced myself I was too drunk that I put my finger in the wrong hole and I had a shitty finger and I yeah I was violently ill well as someone who has had a shitty finger because a girl asked me to stick it in there I can tell you that uh, I still smell it to this day yeah I still smell that finger and it doesn't smell good <laughs> I feel like it's, and, that, and the thing is that girl I think she's engaged and about to be married and you know she has a she has a a ring on her finger and um you might say that i also have a ring around my <laughs> some people are like pull my <laughs> finger and carlos is like just cut it off just cut it off yeah just cut it <laughs> off just call it off she has a wedding ring i have a sphincter around it and i don't like it i don't like it <laughs> <So>. <laughs> you know what so. i think a lot of gay men have a very similar ring on their <laughs> on their finger too yeah Jeez. Yeah, it's the gift that you keeps on giving. You know, a lot of our stories had a lot to do with poop today. That's that's like a common theme. Yeah, yeah, that's that. That was poop a lot poop. of poop, a lot of poop stories here. We uh, we, we I guess we take getting shit faced to a whole new level in yeah. college, huh, Simon? Yeah, literally, <laughs> literally. Jeez. Oh God, disgusting. Well, on that note, if you enjoyed what you heard, make sure you give us a follow on all social channels at Frat Chat Podcast. That is on Facebook. That's on Twitter. That's on Instagram. And make sure you do it. 
and we'll tell you, maybe we'll come back and tell you a few more gross stories along the way. And also, make sure you give me a follow at Carlos Does the World on Instagram, on Facebook, on TikTok, and at Carlos Does World on Twitter. And my good buddy Simo over there, follow him as well at Seymour Comedy on Twitter and at Chris.Moore.Comedy on the Instagram. And last but not least, make sure you follow our epic sponsors, The Moon Life Clothing. Give them a follow at themoonlife.com or on Instagram at themoonlifeclothing. And and also Ooh, follow wee. our new potential sponsor, Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening, we have a lot of content. Uh, all right, guys. Ah, I yeah. motion to adjourn this meeting. And a second. Holler. We'll be back next week. See you. Ciao.